Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Adapt This, a DC Animated Universe podcast. This episode, I'm joined by Victor Bebo from the Proto Gamers podcast. If that name sounds familiar to you, well, it should because he was on an episode not too long ago where we talked about Gotham by Gaslight. This episode's a little bit different as we jump into the world of Superman with Superman versus the Elite, which is the animated movie uh, produced by Sam Register, Bruce Tim, and Alan Burnett. It was written by Joe Kelly and stars none other than George Newbern, Polly Perrette, and Robin Atkin Downs. Superman versus the Elite came out on June 12th of 2012. This animated movie was adapted from a single Superman issue. That would be Superman in Action Comics number 775 came out on March of 2001. And it is titled, What's So Funny About Truth, Justice, and the American Way? It was written by Joe Kelly. Yes, that's correct. The same Joe Kelly that wrote and adapted Superman vs. the Elite. And was penciled by Doug Mank and Lee Bermeo. Now, this particular episode was a lot of fun for me personally, because both of these stories illustrate why I like Superman so much. So let's just cut it right there. Let's go up, up, and away to talk about Superman versus the Elite. Mate. Beebs. Boosty. Welcome back. <laughs> it's great to be here. Welcome back to the to the Boost Cave, the Adapt Theater, Adapt to this theater. It's a beautiful place it's to be. It's a beautiful place I to be. I love it. So good. Um so again, I know you were already on an episode before, but mm. just in case people are just like, you know what? Man, I don't want to leave this episode because I'm so excited for Superman versus the Elite. But I can't remember where I heard his voice before. Where was it? Let me tell you. Tell us, please. <laughs> tell the people. Uh, the Proto Gamers podcast. Whoa. Had to have been. Had to have been. Um, Absolutely. Where you can find me and a couple of my friends yep. just getting our nerd on. Mm-hmm. So we're playing Dungeons and Dragons together. Yes, you are. It's great. It's wonderful. I have a great time. I'm I catching get to up. play a robot sorcerer. Yes. <laughs> Which is... I'm going to say the cutest robot. No. Like, I always hit picture him in little chibi mode, except when he uses his powers, it gets powerful, and it's it right. big. And then it goes right back into chibi yeah. mode. Yeah. It goes from, like, Constantly. kaiju to oh, chibi. So good. so good. So good. Yeah. So you can find us anywhere, Proto Gamers Podcast, yep. that has podcasts, except for iHeartRadio. They keep saying no, but what? everywhere else, totally legit. Find us, like us, subscribe, comment, rate, yeah, all that fun absolutely. stuff. Five stars. All the Slap them. Except iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Get Please. on this train. Be nice. What are you doing? Just be nice. Just be nice. Just let them in. They'll let Just me in. Nice. Yeah, they'll let me in. Well, duh, they let you in. I promise, I promise you the content is better than this. Come on. Let's go. Uh, anyways. It's at least different. A little, yeah, different. That's true. <laughs> I, I promise you it's a better. <laughs> it's a different podcast. <laughs> I promise you it's a better Dungeons and Dragons podcast than I can pull off. <laughs> I will say that with, with my normal cast. I remember that uh, BCF episode. <laughs> 
that, that's the ongoing joke because we have the 200th coming up. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So was was like, that the 100th? So that was the 100th. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a big 100th spectacular. Oh, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> so the no. big joke is, what are you going to do for the 200th? I don't know. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. Anyways, so we are reading Superman Action Comics number 775. What's so funny about truth, justice, and the American way? Now. I got before we get into full swing on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always got to get a whole story of how I tried to get. Yes, that's right. That's right. So for those of you at home that maybe <laughs> missed uh, Gotham by Gaslight or maybe just forgot, uh, Bebo loves to track down the hard physical copies of these books. Whereas I think I probably have one in one of those boxes somewhere. Yeah, I like the digital, nice and clean and stuff. But, but. There's and something to the, be said. There's a place for the digital. There is. There, there is. It's clean. It's nice. I can have it on a big screen. But I will say that there is nothing quite like cracking open a book, mm. getting that fresh book smell, and <sighs> knowing the journey that you went on <laughs> to get this. And it was a journey because yeah. so far both of these have been like not <laughs> easy to find. <laughs> so I found, come to find out. So for this one, I was a little less physically active. Okay. I did not walk to different um, comic book shops on my lunch breaks and such, okay. but I did call. All right. And they didn't really care for, I think, the title. Because I was just <laughs> like, oh, do you have Truth, Justice, in the American Way? And they're like, I got an immediately no, like a hard shutdown, not even going to look in my system. No. Wow. And I was like, whoa. Like, I don't know if they thought that. I was coming from like a more political or you're trolling a little bit or trolling a little bit. I don't know. So I got a hard no from a uh, from one shop. I called yeah. another and they at least looked. Yeah. They they didn't have it. I went on my way home to a Newberry Comics cuz I know they can at least search right. the system. Yeah. They got other stores. I had them look up Action Comics number 775. Yeah. I had them look up Truth Justice in the American Way. I had them look up the book that I'm holding in my hand, yes. Superman, The Greatest Stories Ever Told. I had them look up another book that I knew that that was in a compendium of. Jeez. Nothing. 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 Even just finding this book yeah. on like Amazon yeah. was Tough. a challenge. Because it was like people that were like selling it on their own for like $80 or something what? like that. I'm like, wow. this is like a... Th- Barnes, uh, was it Barnes and Noble? I think it was. Yeah. I, I, like I ordered, I ordered it from them. They yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we got it. It's in Massachusetts. It should ship real quick. Got an email the next day that was like, oh no, we couldn't find it. Couldn't fulfill it. JK. Ki- giving you your money back. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? So then I had to like borrow someone's in, uh, Amazon Prime to yeah. be able to get one that I could find that was not Jeez. like a price gouge. Yeah, and go- to get that like next day, sweet sweet delivery. That's crazy. And finally got it. <laughs> so, That's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. More of a digital journey, but I mean, oh boy. It, it, so it's hard to find. So it's one of those things where when I'm, com- I'm compiling these lists for all like the animated and the, the actual comics and all this. And I always forget that Superman versus the elite isn't based off of a graphic novel. It's based off of a single issue one little baby series one little, I mean series one little issue it's 40 pages so it's a little bigger it's usually it's a 32 page spectacular is what they say mm. but this one's only 40 so it's a lot quicker of a read but like it's so weird that while going through this and i'll bring it up as we go and like it, some of the notes really still ring true mm. i feel like like maybe like turn like twisted a little bit but i mean oh, yeah. this book came out 18 years ago March of 2001. 
and it's it got adapted what 2012 so it got adapted 11 years after the fact it's ridiculous and it, it has such a lasting effect because manchester black is a fan favorite he's also i texted you he's appeared or i had appeared on the last season of Supergirl, which I'm just now catching up on and not a great adaptation. I might I'm I might dip into that pool a little bit as we're talking. Further away than you are on catching up on that show. Yeah, it's not. You're not missing much. It's one of those things where trying to get caught up for crisis and it's just right. a chore. Yeah. Like, and this is not making it any easier. No. no, but it's fine. So it's like it still has this lasting effect on society because ultimately it's it's two different kinds of superheroes is what we'll learn. The gritty kind that was really made popular in the early 2000s, like late 90s, mid to late 90s, mm. and Superman, who's that classic golden age, you know, Boy Scout, big the, blue the, Boy yeah. Scout. Yeah. So um, this one was a little bit different as well because I chose this book. Yes. And I chose this. Um, Highly suggested. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little elbow to the old yeah. wave a bit. <laughs> yeah. Actually, can I find that text? I want to see if I can find that text message. <laughs> well, it's in there. Well, it's, it's in here. Somewhere. So you asked me, and then I was going to pick uh, another Batman book mm-hmm. just because we can't get enough of that. That's true. That crime fighter. That's true. But I still wasn't even like sure. And you picked up on my unease on like being confident on what to pick. Yeah. And it's tough after like the first time because like the first go around is like I have this big list and I think you were probably the third person I had look at the list. So nothing was really taken out. Mm. And now I've had a couple of different people on the list is getting thinner and thinner as it goes. But the list is a lot smaller. And I think with like the Dark Knight Returns as well, that's such a like a big investment for something that you're kind of like, yeah, maybe I'll do this because it's two and one trade. Two movies is what right. I did with the Dark right. Knight Returns. So we'll, we will get to that at some point on the show. I like that. That's getting That's multi-level. Getting, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but this one is just like, I feel like this has flown under the radar a little bit for a lot of people. Mm. And I want to really get into it because I know it's going to be great. I know the voice acting theater is going to be amazing. Ooh. I just know we got, it. We got a surprise there's, for there's that. There's so much. Yeah, we do. There's so much to choose from in here. Um, and I like just... The moral of it. It's poignant. It is. I think I would say. And like, I again, I can't say this enough. I think it still rings true today. It's still relevant. Yeah. We're getting to that point. And it's actually funny because it's the other way around. Because when this book came out, it was really more the Marvel characters that were dark. Mm. And the DC characters were kind of like Superman and Shazam. And everyone was like really kind of more lighthearted. Now we're the other way around with the MCU being kind of like that beacon of hope and that ray of light and Batman shooting off machine guns from his car, <laughs> mowing people down and over in the DCEU. So I think it's a very interesting um, book to tackle now, especially on the verge of the DCEU, maybe rebooting, maybe trying to fix right? mistakes. We'll see. A lot of talk going behind the yeah. Joker movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing reviews that give it a 10 out of 10. I've been seeing. I, I was already excited for it. Yeah. Now I'm even more excited for it. Yeah. And this like whole like DC black like fan theory, I guess it would be called, or like yeah. we're gonna test the pool and see how people see, take I'm, to this. I'm very. Like, give me that grit. Give me that. Yeah. But like well done grit. Uh, well done. Polish grit. that grit. Polish. <laughs> I want diamonds on my sandpaper kind of polished yeah. grit. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't want 
Martha Martha fan theories over here. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. So Superman Action Comics 775. Let's dive into this. So we start off. Can I even zoom in on this? No. Five o'clock. <laughs> five a.m. Metropolis local time. We're talking about how it's not dark and it's like seven. <laughs> we're not, and we're not doing turtles in time right now. This is actually no. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off at five a.m. in Metropolis local time. Very for those specific. of you wondering at home, uh, <laughs> Superman is flying three flies from Metropolis over the Atlantic Ocean. Three hours. Yeah. Unless he changes time zones. Oh, is that maybe? I it does. It just says where he is. And then, if I, all right, Madrid, it's local time. But, like, I wasn't one to about to pull out. Like, yeah. Like, what <laughs> are the time zones? Like, exactly. <laughs> what does... It, it is a very odd um, layout because it makes it seem like he's flying for a very long time. Just but really, like, I think it's four minutes. Maybe. Yeah. That sounds... Actually, you're probably right because it goes five to... It goes zero to oh two to oh three to oh four. Right. So you're probably right, yeah. Um, so he's flying through and through the world, essentially, in four minutes, which is amazing. At minute four, we get in the triple, eyes. We get the eyes. First like, first hint of the eyes. And this is Doug Mank doing the art on this, who also did Under the Red Hood. And the one thing I said about Doug Mank on that episode, which listeners at home will remember, is he's very good at adapting to other styles. And I think that's pretty true on this one. At this point in the early 2000s, it's going to be uh, Ed McGinnis, who is the big Superman artist. And you can actually, if you look up Ed McGinnis and look up some of these Superman portrayals or some of the, like how he draws with the eyes, like very squinty and stuff like that, it's like almost exactly what Ed McGinnis did. Oh, yeah. Well, these eyes are not squinty. Well, like not in that last these one. These are shook. But look eyes. right before. Yeah. So, like the, those, Just like. Crease. Those crazy uh, eyelidless eyes are a classic Mankey. Oh. Classic. All right. Good. So he breaks out of his own style to do that a lot. And I, I love it. I dig it. But we get a nice two-page spread for the next one of a giant gorilla just like dead over Tripoli. Yeah. Mega Gorilla is not pleased right now. No. He's, he's like his ribs are exposed. Uh, he's got these weird cybernetics all over him, all this kind of, and like the loss of life is just as they say is astronomical. Uh, we go to the next page and we see Jimmy Olsen just like having, he's on a soapbox essentially at this point. He's talking about, um, how there's like, there's this four, uh, small gods, quote unquote, called the elite. And he's saying that they're just, trash essentially and jimmy olsen we know is superman's best friend number one fan photo photographer of the stars extraordinaire extraordinaire <laughs> um and this is where we kind of get first a real look at like in the next page like the the differences essentially between like how superman views these elites versus the rest of the world hmm. and when i say superman i mean of course clark kent in disguise where they're talking about all this death and destruction that's happened. Mm. And there, there's people who are just like, this is amazing. This is great. This is the best thing since sliced bread. And Clark is obviously like, well, is it? Is it though, really? Um, We got a glimpse of Jack Ryder in this. 
my first note for Jack Ryder is yeah. already don't care for Jack Ryder. Well, Jack Ryder <laughs> is the creeper. If you, oh. if you remember from your Batman lore. So I will show you. See, right I don't have now. that sweet, sweet Casey Ooh. backlog of just That's nerddom. That's all right. I just knew that. I, I don't even remember what he said or where he said it. I just have the note of I already don't care. He, for he, is, <laughs> he is a giant jackass. For everything that Clark Kent is in terms of a reporter with dignity and and. Uh, class and substance. Mm. Jack Ryder's the opposite. Clark Kent is a reporter for newspaper. Jack Ryder is a reporter for television. Right. Primarily, usually he's portrayed as um, like Jerry Springer-ish kind of stuff, like very tabloid-ish. <laughs> Maybe not Jerry Springer, but very tabloid-ish, not serious at all, like very it's, trashy television. It's, uh, flashy. Flashy. Like I would say Pun more... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say more... Like um, E News Daily, and, okay, yeah, and, yeah. and Clark Kent's trying to be like New York TMZ Times, or, or he's more like, like Clark Kent's like New York Times. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah, Jack Ryder would be TMZ. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, but he becomes the Creeper, which is actually it was in the cartoon as well, mm. where he is very similar thing to what happened to the Joker, where he was wrong place, wrong time, fell into a vat of acid, becomes the creeper, but he's not a bad guy necessarily. He's kind of that, actually kind of like the elite, that like middle ground, that gray area. Mm. He definitely kills, but he's definitely on the side of good. He's, he kills, but it's like yeah. bad people. So it's like... He kind of looks like, I would say, if the Joker cosplayed as Sabretooth. I'll, I'll check later. Is the best way I can put him. Anyways, <laughs> we're back here. awesome. <laughs> Jack Ryder is flirting with everyone he's like hey you're dressed a little warm for this for aren't you for libya that's i think what i, I what triggered it yeah because yeah, he's already like his first con- like word bubble is like hey womanizing <laughs> like, yeah yeah all oh, right hey, you're just warm <laughs> i would get you in my bed sheets yeah like yeah. get out of here <laughs> yeah name jack Ryder, as in a ride to paradise Boo. Bad dad jokes. And then he says the, the this next line I think is hilarious because he's just like, hey, Kent, don't bogart the transcontinental telecaster. The star paid for half the airtime. It's like, who says don't bogart? Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. There's so many like, things. Fortunately, he doesn't really show up too much in this, which no. is great. Um, so him and Clark have a little bit of a, a back and forth where... Jack Ryder's like the elite stopped this monkey, this giant gorilla from more damage. And like, you know, they killed him. So what could have been way worse. And he's just like, and Clark Kent is just like the situation could have been contained without losing any life. Like why do you have to kill? And it's just more like rhetoric. It's like, you know, the world's broken and we need people to fix it. We don't need like, and this is something that they say a lot. We don't need to put someone in jail so they can bust out of jail, so you can put them back in jail, so they can bust out of jail, so you can put it back in. The so, meta commentary of like yeah. comics, like yeah, it's crazy. We cl- we cut the Lex Luthor for a page. Yeah, <laughs> and this is one of the ones where like I started reading this, and then I was just like, wait, what? And then like you know, like I skim this page and I go to the next one. I'm like, wait, what did that have to do with anything? Just dipping a toe into like tactfully thinking yeah lex I, I think this is more because this is at the white house so this is the time where lex luthor was president yeah president luthor is getting I love it. tactical 
I, I love President. I put Lamar. love me some tactical Lex as yes, my note. Yes. Like, like, all right, I'm in. But for me, I think a, a more of a cause for the overarching plot that this was in. I was not anticipating him leaving the story after like yeah, five like, panels. He, he would show up, but he doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, we cut to the Fortress of Solitude, where um, Superman is just hanging out with Steel, BFF Steel again. Doesn't make another appearance. Just right. Just, just a quick passerby cameo. And this is when Steel had his, like, one of his weird, like, costumes. Like, his helmet doesn't, like, full. like a Centaurian helmet. Yeah. Which I don't really dig. I, I miss, like, just the full metal, just classic, just going on. But he doesn't. He's got, like, a Tony Stark-ish thing going on. Yeah, I think Iron Man without the gold faceplate. And that's it what just he's wearing. completely removed. This is where we see Superman is kind of getting or letting the elite get under his skin. Quite we can see that with the way his frantically yeah, using that computer, like mom just walked in the room and you yeah. were, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the porn. it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. I want I can't tell if he ruins his computers or if his hands are just smoking just from going so fast. Well, the next, the next panel is like his hands are on fire, but like if his are hands fire. are on fire, right. the computer is not like. I'm better than that. <laughs> like, well, it's Kryptonian technology. Though. All right, fair. It might be. We it don't know. Because like, be. we don't see those ever again. What we do see is he cools himself off by putting gold <laughs> on his face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the glitter bath. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like it's so if you were to remove all words from this, this could be taken completely wrong because he just has this like yellowy glittery <laughs> substance and some might say it's just urine glittery it, urine well, it's, but i mean it, the it, one where he's like it's like glistening off of his face it's so weird it's a little bit it's worth mentioning <laughs> i i honestly think that it's just like some sort of like liquid that's infused with like solar energy yeah. Based on oh, like, yeah. how he responds to it afterwards. It's like, definitely... Like, like rejuvenation bath, something like that. For sure. Yeah. Help definitely not urine. Definitely not glittery well, urine. Because what happened just beforehand is the um, the elite put their manifesto on oh, like right. into everyone's computers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I said the elite manifesto went full Apple U2 album. Oh, And did. just like forced it People on all so the devices. About that. Oh, man. To the point where Superman's got to do his glitter bath. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just can't. I just gotta. I can't do it today. Just give me that glitter bath. Good spa day. So then he, uh, we get it. We get an alert from Japan, and like the alert sound is very interesting. The onomatopoeia because it's just Aruga. and one would think Kryptonians would have maybe a little more modern of an alert. Maybe not the like original car horn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So um, Superman rushes right into battle. Full eyeballs. Full eyeball. <laughs> and he is taken out immediately within like a second of getting there. There's this big like golden wave like of energy that just knocks him right out. And he falls on t- into the streets of, of it doesn't say we're in or Tokyo, yeah. streets of Tokyo. And he gets up and there's just Japanese supervillains all around him. You've got. Some sort of demon, like a red demon. That demon's actually pretty frightening looking. He is, yeah. Like I would not want to like mess with him. 
We have. I'm gonna the, say this group is kind of split as to who looks threatening or not. But keep yeah, going. for every for every threatening <laughs> character in here, there's one less threatening. So you have. I'm gonna call him like the Japanese ice phoenix dragon lady, where like like her whole deal reminds me a lot of Jean Grey, mm. except for the fact that it's like an ice horse. A lizard naga i think is what like uh, that style of yeah dragon sure not to get too nerdy no i'm well, on a D podcast just yeah, so that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um and she's just it looks like it's coming out of her wrist and she's just kind of flying there in the upper right hand corner we just have this guy who is controlling lightning who's just in shadows which actually does look kind of cool it looks kind of cool I don't even want to talk about the next person. I don't even know what's going on with her. Well, let's talk about we've got the we've got Sub Zero. Got Sub Zero Samurai. Full, full Samurai. <laughs> the Sub Zero Samurai. So these are the cool ones. <laughs> yeah, those are the cool ones. And then we have, um, if you remember Big Hero Six, and if you remember TJ's Mil- TJ Miller's character from Big Hero Six, yeah, you'll have what's in the lower right hand corner, and it's just like this small Asian man in. A st- Stubby Asian man in like a knockoff Godzilla costume. Knockoff God, like a like but a like, Morlock from like yeah from Wow kind of thing. It's very interesting. It's he's wearing it yeah as a suit, but it's not like well, like his head. So his face is coming out of the mouth. in the mouth. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I guess he's their mascot. Maybe. <laughs> and then we just have this like real big lady. We have like a white Majin Buu female. Yeah. With Ariel's bra. And two little, like, space buns for, yeah. for the hair. So, like, picture the Silver Surfer's maybe... Uh, I'm going to... How, how do I want to put this? Nicely? It's <laughs> the Silver Surfer's... Well, coming back to Jerry Body Spider. positive sister is how I want to put this. Okay, okay. She's not afraid. She's confident in her skin. Good for her. Hey, own it. Own it. And Superman just looks up and he's just like, wait. And as soon as we meet these wonderful characters, they're all dead. Within one, two, three. As many characters as there are panels. They each get their own death panel. They each get their own death panel. And it's amazing. The only one who really puts up a fight is Sub-Zero Samurai, if you really look at it. Like, when you're looking at the next page, you have um, Sub-Zero Samurai just, like, flailing. He's trying. He's trying so hard. And behind him, you see someone sneaking up through the shadows. Um, so he ultimately fails. And you never really see in too much detail what's going on. Just that it, it is going on. We do get a deaths. quick little single eye oh, take yeah. to yeah. show that Superman's not happy with what's happening. Right. With a little bit of blood in the to the right. Just a little yeah. bit. Not a lot. Just a little bit. And he looks up, and there we see the elite. The first time we're actually seeing these four characters. Now, when you're adapting these characters, there are certain things you have to take into consideration and certain things that you have to really get right. Um, when we're talking about Manchester Black, he Easy. has the purple hair. Check. He's got the long black jacket. Check. And he's got the tattooed Union Jack. It's like, Big it looks one. like a shirt, but it's not. It's just a I thought giant it was a shirt. tattoo. Until we watched the movie. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my tattoo. is like, I totally tattoo. knew that this was a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. We have Cold Snap. Is that his name? 
Cold Cast. Cold Cast, who is this big dude, Force Whitaker Eye. Wrapped uh, in chains. Wrapped in chains, and just like, you do not want to... Vascular. Yeah. <laughs> Covered yeah. in blood. Yeah, he's got dreads. those... He's got that, like, those bishop dreads. Mm. So he just very... He's very, like... He looks like um, Mr. Hyde, kind of. That's what oh, I would say. Okay, okay. Like, like a little League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Mr. Hyde kind yeah. of deal, maybe. Uh, from there, we have Menagerie, who... Is like your classic uh, kind of good-looking lady, except for the fact that she's got this like alien parasite wrapped around her. Um, kind of like if you ever seen the comic book Witchblade, a lot like that. It's also like this, similar yeah. to Devora, I think it is from Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Ten and now eleven. Yeah, she's she's more of insect. Yeah, as opposed to alien, like alien reptile, reptile thing, creature yeah. things, but. Um, and she's got these red eyes with like yellow pupils ish, golden kind of thing. Goth queen. Goth queen. Hundred percent goth queen. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Works and then, at the vet shop. Uh, vet shop. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and then we have Hat, who's actually my my favorite. He's fun character on the elite. So Hat just literally has a magical hat, and he has this really like bohemian look to him. Mm. Like he looks like whenever like his clothes get dirty, he just throws them away and gets a new pair of clothes, like gets a new whatever he threw away and doesn't care how it looks because he's got this like really loose fitting suit with this lime green tie and his <laughs> suit's blue. It's like a lavenderish blue kind of. Um, his hair is just ice blue to yeah. begin with. His hat is brown, but it's very faded. And he's so the wonderful thing about hat is he can pull anything he wants out of it. Which classic magician in the uh, I know we're not doing the movie quite yet, yeah, but yeah. I feel like there's a big difference between comic hat and movie hat and as to like what he wants to pull out of that hat. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. And this is actually so when just to take a step into Supergirl just for a moment. Oh, yeah. Because the elite were and it wasn't just Manchester. It was the elite were in it. They only really got hat partially right out of everyone. He's the easiest, but he's probably yeah. the most um, budget for super uh, for uh, for special effects. <laughs> well, he, he wouldn't even be. It's all just trick photography if you think about it. Yeah. So like the one thing I liked about what they did with Supergirl and Hat is they kept him Asian. Like I he yeah. he blatantly looks Asian. There's some characters that you're like hey, you can go either way, but he's definitely of some sort of Asian descent, and they kept that, which mm-hmm. I really like. Uh, they made him British, which I actually kind of made sense to me because that's how Manchester kind of met him. Met. Just on that side of the pond. Um, and he pulls things out of his hat. What they didn't do correct is, is it's the wrong kind of hat and he's very well dressed. Yeah. Like everything's just very nice fitting. And I didn't didn't really appreciate that. Um, the movie version, the animated movie version of Hat was amazing because he's just drunk the whole time. Yeah, he's which is so good. And it will speaking of which, this one, he's already pulling out one of the little yep. guns from behind from a from behind uh, the bar. Bartender, yeah. Oh man. I I mean <laughs> just it doesn't right look mouth. like beer that he's drinking, but I like to think it is. I mean it could be kegged into whatever he wants. That's that true. Hat. That's true. It's <laughs> very true. And then of course, um Manchester, who they got completely wrong on Supergirl. Yeah. 100% wrong. Well, his last name's Black. His, his first name is Manchester, last name Black. <laughs> um, they, 
And for those of you who watched Supergirl, it's not a matter because they did choose a black actor, which actually I really liked the actor, even though he kind of was like a poor man's uh, Idris Elba. But he did a very good job of being a poor man's Idris Elba. Nice. He doesn't have any powers in the show. Uh, what? He didn't have any. He didn't po- ha- have any mind powers. Oh, no. He was just angry. Great. That was his thing. Angry and, was, and British. He was so angry that Martian Manhunter was affected by his by his anger. That's what they did. Oh boy. And they started doing this weird like, and this is where I like. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It is a weird booster goldish thing where he just got a lot of this technology. So he had like the Legion flight ring. He had like the a power belt that did like a force field. Uh, He's used a lot of technology to simulate powers. And I'm just like, that's not Manchester Black. Why? It's not Manchester Black. Why? He didn't have a sister, which we'll learn is a big part. But anyways, this is where we first see our big, the elite. Mm. Our big one-page splash page, the whole team. Personalities represented really well, and we're, we're good to go. We find out that they actually rescued Superman and gave him a high-frequency neutrino wash. Which helps like heal Superman essentially from that big blast that he took. Yeah, uh, we learn that obviously, if it's not obvious to everyone, that the elite are responsible for that blast. Oops. Um, and they have this like big kind of moment where they introduce who they are. They introduce their ship, and their ship. I love Bunny. It was yeah. their ship's name. Uh, the it doesn't really do too much other than like give them they'd be like really cool looking and give them like a, a base of operation but it does have a personality and they even say like you know the ship we rescued it um and we erased some of its memories because they weren't great memories so right away you're also seeing they're like they're okay the elite are okay with changing something to better suit their needs to make life easier for themselves which i think goes a long way with why they kill right it's just like, you know what, this is the way it should be. This makes life a lot easier. You don't have to worry about this guy coming back. That giant gorilla guy, don't have to worry about it. It's all about big gorilla. That, we the, don't know what he did, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Sub-Zero Samurai, we never have to worry about again. And it's just like, Superman's like, you can't do that. This is not what life is about. Mm. Like, you, you know, there's different ways to kind of go about this. It's like... Everything that Superman is like, yeah, uh, not right. They are right. Yeah, and it really just gets under Superman's skin. Like he is just—you don't really see Superman emote too much. Mm. And like this, uh, this is another reason why I like this this issue so much. This one issue, it's like so much emotion. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm an emotional roller coaster just like thinking about it again. Yeah. Um. We kind of have Manchester Black has this very like snide. He's got a very punk rock look to him. Very, very British punk. Very like Billy Idol ish. (laughs) Like if they ever did this live action or if they had done this live action, like I want to say 10 to 15 years ago, I would have totally gotten Spike from Buffy to play Manchester Black. Oh, I see. Would have been typecasting, but it would have been perfect. (laughs) Would have been, but that's why you get typecast. So Superman yells at him. Superman saying, you know, you're murdering. Doing it wrong. You're calling yourself heroes, and that's just not it. Manchester Black decides, you know what? I'm not in the, I'm not in this for speeches. If you're not with us, you're against us. And you know, reality is a lot bloodier than sitcoms and comic books and all of this. Like this is the real world, Superman. 
essentially says, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> this is the way it has to get done. And before Superman can really. It's kind of like the classic, like, move over, old man, the new yeah. new bloods in yeah. town. And this isn't the first time that we've read, like, or at least, like, comic book fans have read this happening to Superman. This is actually the basis of uh, the comic book Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. where there's, like, life's getting darker, things are getting stranger. Superman, instead of getting angry, he just kind of gets fed up and just lives in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Everyone he knows dies, and he says, you know what? Fine. Have at it, guys. I'm going to go live in Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) You just leave me alone. So this is kind of a much different take on that. Um, They get in a little little bit of a heated argument, and after that, um, uh, Manchester Black teleports Superman. To a used car lot. Well, and so on that same page, yeah. it's there's the the line "Try eating your own dog to survive." I, and because of that line, yeah. I have zero stars yep. for the treatment of dogs. Yeah, zero. Don't it's, like that. Nope. I didn't like that. I get what emotional strings are trying to pull right. on. No, yeah. retune that guitar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and the funny thing is too, like what we learned from the movie. He didn't even have to eat. He didn't, he didn't have a dog to eat. Right. He's just like, he's trying to paint this bleakest painting mm. for Superman saying like, hey, there are people in the world that have to do this thing. The family pet, they have to eat to survive. The Like that hurts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that hurts. I know. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. I know you know. Yeah, I know. And uh, then we got the eyes, the teleporting. Teleporting. Which is so OP, but I love teleporting. I love it. Yeah, it's so good. It uh, also, but it's not it's not even Manchester. So the, for those of you at home listening and maybe not reading along right this second, it's not Manchester Black doing the te- teleporting. It's Bunny the ship does all the teleporting for them. This was different in Supergirl where it was Hat that was doing it all. Because. Well, so Hat's Hat is different in the show. Yeah. Yeah. They have that. They allude to the fact that it's it's a Mr. Mixie's Plitlick isk hat like one of him's people has right, a hat right, yeah, yeah i didn't buy it but like i'm like all right you don't he was already money? on the show yeah. like a couple seasons ago yeah fine you can do it the one thing i really like about the movie for this one scene <laughs> the big inflatable <laughs> well it had that and also like superman like so the whole thing is superman's having this big heated argument and he says one word and he's probably very angry about it and he like realizes he's just in the middle of a used car lot where that has superman advertisement everywhere <laughs> fat al's used cars and trucks and it's like fat al's super sale <laughs> you won't believe how super these sales are you won't need kryptonite to get a saving it's got wacky waving arm flail yeah superman <laughs> it's so good and then so superman like looks over to the guy like it's, i don't think it's fat al in the movie it's something else and, no. like, and the guy's just like, if this is the problem, I'll give you 10% of what I make. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was more like if Gil from... Uh, yeah. Uh, um, from Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. was successful. <laughs> yeah. Come this on, is just Daddy like... Daddy needs a sale. <laughs> and he got it. Uh, we cut to uh, one of the scenes that the movie takes almost straight out of the book. Mm. And it's Clark talking to his father. And his father is just kind of like, you know... This, this clown over at the barbershop or wherever was saying that you were made to look like a fool. And I told him my son's no, or I told him Superman's no fool. And then Clark is like, you know what? Probably shouldn't have done that because they did make me look like a fool. Like they, 
they wipe the floor with me accidentally. And then they just teleport me in the middle of nowhere. Like I'm out of my element on this. This is ridiculous. Sucker teleport. Yeah. Sucker sucker teleport. Yeah. His hometown is like against him. It's, it's a very interesting way. Cause like when, even when you think about later on, they talk about kids and stuff like that. Um, and I think about like my own childhood and the characters, like Superman was my favorite and probably still is one of my favorite DC superheroes. But then like when you get into like, I want to say middle school, or not, maybe even before, maybe elementary school. Late elementary. And then you learn about Wolverine Whoa. and what he can do. Sneakety, sneakety. And he doesn't give any shits about anyone other than himself and Jean Grey. He can heal himself. He can heal like he whatever. He's got he knives can. coming out of his Jump hands. Jump at people. And then you're like, whoa. I mean, sure, Superman can do all this cool stuff, but this guy. And so while you were doing crazy. that, I was like, and then it's Colossus that can throw <laughs> him into the fastball pitch. <laughs> but like, it's it, it really is kind of talking about what the differences are between these two heroes. And this scene is like very interestingly drawn, I'll say, because it's a very different style from the rest of the book. Mm. And so like that morning golden golden. It's very um, heavy on the lights and on the darks. And it it does have this very like nostalgic, nice kind of feel. And this is always how I feel like the Kent farm is lit. I feel like this is in this perpetual state of like dawn. We cut to the world. This is what I was talking about a little bit earlier. We cut to the world reacting to the elite and Superman flying around and really kind of like overhearing all these people's conversations. In the movie, this is a little bit different. He was just kind of like floating above the city where in the book he is flying he's like around the corner. Yeah, he's like literally just like so he flies by constructions and he's just like they're saying he's like, hey, hey, he took out this red missile base that. Like bam, <laughs> cool cast missiles turn into grain. I got, I did have a note for around this area yeah. where the name Cold Cast is cheesier than cheddar. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't like it. He didn't do anything cold, but I guess I he was casting stuff. I feel like Cold Cast was the Sub Zero Samurai. Right, that would have been a much better name <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah. Cold Cast. Like the only thing is like he he almost looks like he has lightning. Like some sort of energy lightning ability. He got that energy ability. And it's like it's like a blue lightning. It's not like the flash, like golden lightning, but it does there's nothing cool about doesn't it. Doesn't look like it's cooling no, anything. Not at all. It looks like the opposite. <laughs> the time, Very much so. Actually. Very much so. But let me segue into this next panel. We got yes, a couple yes, yes. of two good old boys. Oh, with the tattoo. Puppies ready to protect. I like to think that like they're rescue dogs. Mm. And that like one of them because he has a prison tat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Look at that! It's like the one on the right's got this little like heart like, with like a <laughs> mom. Like, like a mom. Yeah, it's like a little. He's got they got like the giant um, spiked collars. Yeah. And something I thought about too is like these two women. They've got middle aged women behind them, right? So like these two middle aged women own delivering these dogs. exposition. Yeah. And I really kind of think about what the DC universe is like in this era. Where you have super super villains running around murdering everyone, superheroes aren't going to kill them. So, what kind of pets do people get for protection? Super pets. They get the craziest looking pets. <laughs> like I, I thought these were for a quick second when I did a quick take, like the hyenas from the Joker. Like the legit is what I thought. They're, they're big old pups, but they're big old. Big they're old good boys. They're good boys and girls. Big old good boys. Big, big old, old big, girls. big old. Big old pups. Um, but yeah, they're just kind of like, you know, like Superman's, uh, wow, what about the Joker? And that's just like, that's how their voice is to me. <laughs> Did Superman avenge little poopsie 
when he was eaten by the Joker. <laughs> I just wanted that one, <laughs> that one to be not. read. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of funny too because because then the next line is, "Well, no, he had diplomatic immunity. Hmm. That's why Batman couldn't get the Joker, couldn't arrest the Joker after he killed Jason Todd. Yeah, because he had diplomatic immunity. Dang." So poopsie is Jason Which Todd. Which leads this, into other. Yes. <laughs> yes. Things. Um, we have a whole bunch of like teenagers talking trash. And then the moment taken again, the movie takes right out of the book where like, we have. Picturesque. Four yeah. Almost. Yeah, exactly. I think the movie makes them a little taller. I but think it's, still like ch- it's still a little, little, yeah, little shrimpy. Little, little shrimpy, chunky guy. Um, so we have these four kids playing. You know, as kids play, they're playing superheroes and supervillains. And three of them are the elite. So we have Manchester Black. We have Coldcast. We have Menagerie. Hat's not in there. There was no hat. <laughs> this is what makes <laughs> me wonder, have enough though. friends for the hat. <laughs> so, and then we have little, little, little Chunkster over there as Superman. Chunk of Why cow. couldn't he just be hat? I think he wanted to be Superman, but now Superman's kind of being like is lame in society. Yeah, like that's he's right. that's he's right. uh not quite canceled yet, but he's not yeah. trending. You know right. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so and it's kind of one of those like, no fair, I'm going home. I'm never, I'm never playing with you guys again. Because they could kill Superman. And Superman, and Superman can't, can't kill, kill them. them. So immediately Superman loses in this game of pretend every time. So and then the sun sets on Metropolis. So Superman just had a sun setting on Superman. Superman, one might even say. Until here come the man in black. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't know what else. I just put what the fuck, man in black. I know. Yeah. So next scene we have Superman um, holding up a, a spaceship from falling on people, and the men in black with alien friends. Yeah. I First, the kids knew exactly what he was sensitive about. Sensitive about now, the men in black with their alien buddies are like, like I don't even. It's one of those like, here, like, like what's happening? Like it's one of those things that I forgot about. So I, I just read this like, a couple days ago again, and then I forgot about it because they don't even mention these guys in the movie. Like they come out of the movie. No, no, no. Good riddance. See you later. <laughs> Who needs you? <laughs> Not even. I can't even imagine. Like like much like Lex Luthor is like a part of what I can imagine to be a larger story. I can't even imagine. Like, these guys are just there just because Men in Black probably came out that year. Like, maybe a sequel. They had to have that, like, yeah. feel of... Because it's not really the Men in Black, right? Or is that, like, a well, did DC they, have the rights no, to... They don't. No, it's, it's, so this is just kind of like... It's just a knockoff. Like, if yeah. you look at well, one of them looks kind of like Will Smith. Like, a less handsome Do, Will Smith. Oh. One of them looks like a younger Tommy Lee Jones. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, and they have these, like, very, like... Just weird. These weird aliens. Like, it looks like if Slimer from Ghostbusters... Was an alien, like had a it was body. like a, a tall, blobby, yeah. skin, eye blasting, big mouth having, big yeah. mouth bass having. So, uh, Superman kind of saves the day. The aliens are, are attacking Superman. He drops the ship in the water, and we learn that well, the aliens refer to the water as the solvent. The solvent will get us help. help. Oh no! Uh, Superman realizes that or did a little research beforehand what we'll learn and realize that water will kill them so he freezes it around them so it's just a scare tactic the elite show up and superman's just like you see you don't have to kill anyone we're fine we're good to go use your brain like a little bit of research will indicate that you know these aliens aren't so bad 
you know, they have a little bit of afraid of water, a little bit of miscommunication. We're good to go. And yeah. Man- Manchester Black is just like, no, these are bad men. Like, they're just going to break out. We put him in a ma- maximum security pokey is what he calls it. Gasp in horror. It won't be a prison, but a shadow cabinet where we'll all get jobs training slack jawed yanks to do the same thing. Ooh. So he's basically like this cycle you're creating. Right. You put him in jail. They meet like-minded individuals. The writers of the comic books need to have them break out. Yep. Yeah, they need the <laughs> universe. We need, that, we need that villain again. We need that. <laughs> break out. And now they have more lackeys because they trained them in prison. And really, prison is just super villain school. Right. Really. That's what um, Manchester Black's point is. And then Superman goes, yeah, and then I'll stop him again and again, again and again and again and again and again. And he's just like, until I get the message. And I'll do it without melting anyone into slag for kicks. And then um, Hat is about to kill someone. We get a hint of the eyes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the- uh, yes, Rin's eyes are very wide throughout this whole book. Uh, my note for this last one was baffled Superman is unsettling. It's uh, <laughs> just I, always I, like... <laughs> I feel like they have to have like a, a squint to wide eye ratio they have to keep it's a quota that we just yeah (laughs) it's really because this whole page is almost just like squinty 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 it's like yeah and then it's just big old and then big old squint as he like punches hat it was like squinty and brooding yeah (laughs) (laughs) but manchester Uh, it's not that bad i just no yeah (laughs) he he knocks hat out And they're just like Manchester has these like floaty future cameras, which look a lot cooler in the book than in the movie. Because in the movie, they just look like TIE fighters, like mini TIE fighters, which is weird. Um, Thanks, Disney. Thanks, Disney. (laughs) But he has these like cameras falling around everywhere because as much as Manchester Black likes killing people, he likes the publicity that goes with it. Mm. And that's a big difference between Supergirl as well. Because in Supergirl, it's very secretive, very black ops. And he's like, that's not the character. But the cameras are like the whole point yeah. of like letting the people see what. All right. Uh, yep. Yep. I didn't Set see to it. yourself. I can't. I can't, can't have the commentary. You're just, just going to be hearing. On you'll, you'll be getting angry <laughs> through me. Right. Anyway, uh, so the cameras see Superman do this, and Manchester Black is just like, it's probably part of his plan. Definitely. To be honest. You want, like, get a, he's pushing them to that limit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole world sees it. And he, they take off. They teleport away. We'll see you tomorrow. 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 And now, now, a little something special. Little so something. we could be going into a uh, the the boosty theater, the death piece boosty piece theater, <laughs> exactly, or not. Yeah, because I brought a Harvey Dent official. Ooh. Two two face coin where it's it. the same image on both sides except one is like scratched up. Yeah, we're it. gonna flip it, and if Got it up. lands on, I'm gonna flip it, catch yep. it, yeah, plop it, yeah. And if it's obviously if it's the like evil side, we're gonna skip ahead. If yeah, it's yeah. the nice clean side, then we're gonna do what the, the next panels are. Okay. All right, we're doing this. We're doing, we're doing this one. We're doing this one. All right, so. And I was I was offered two, but let I'll let the record show that I do not like reading out loud, so I was Fair. <laughs> only That's doing right. one. Okay, so so this whole scene is pillow talk between Lois and Clark. Ah, this is the moment. So who this do you is wanna, why I'm here. Who, who, <laughs> do you want to be Lois? Or you want to be Clark? 
you know what? I let you. I want. I had you be Batman last time. I feel like you should be Superman. Okay. Like right. you, you get you get those. I get, I get the important roles. The important roles. And let me. You want to be Lois? Me 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so now the big thing is, you want to play it straight, or do you want to do a little? Oh no. Get a little voices in there. Well, I'm gonna have to do a little lady You're have voice. You're to do a little lady voice. I mean, I, I guess straight. Okay. But like right. as straight as two guys flirting in <laughs> bed can be. <laughs> two guys pillow talking. Two guys pillow talking. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, I'll describe the scenes. If you want to describe a scene or something in there, you jump right in as well. Beautiful. We'll go right through it. So panel one, we have Clark and Lois. Lois and Clark laying down. We're looking directly down onto their bed. Illuminated. Um, it's. It feels like it's getting close to dawn at this point. It's a nice. Uh, I feel like it's moonlight that's lighting them. But I feel like it's it's very bright as well. Yeah, but I think that's so we can see them. Maybe fair. Either way, uh, either they get way. a nightlight. So they get a little it, Green Lantern nightlight plugged into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, neither of them are sleeping. They're just staring at us or the ceiling, whatever you want to prefer. To me. It looks like they just had really bad sex and they don't know what to say to each other. Yeah, that like that body language. I guess we're just gonna yeah. tonight. And yeah. then it was like mm. No, maybe you shouldn't. Both know. of our heads are in different places. Yeah. Also, I like to imagine that there's a mirror on the roof on the on the ceiling. <laughs> and they're just staring at each other. <laughs> um Lois says When Dawn. I guess they like the drama of it all. And there's just silence after that. Clark, when I ask you this, I'm asking you as Mrs. Clark Kent, okay? Not as an enlightened reporter slash activist slash whatever. Why do you have to do this? Why can't you call the JLA or the New Gods or someone? The elite didn't take the fight to the JLA or the New Gods or someone. They wanted me. No, you went to them. <laughs> Clark's just like, oh, Man. yeah. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I guess I guess I did start all of this on. And he says all of that with like a weird smirk, like a crooked smirk. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess I guess you're right. I did. So maybe there's another way. Maybe. No. Clark, last week they split a Neptune moon in half. They're perverting everything I've spent my life fighting for, killing people and laughing. Manchester Black can punch a hole in a mountain by thinking in a hat. No, they have no concept of human rights. I think they can beat you. And there's just silence. But she snugs in. She comes She's in snugging for in. She's going in for the snug. Finally. The supportive snug. Mm. He's sitting here being like, I need snugs. Not saying it. But he's really, even Superman needs snugs. Even Superman needs snugs. Especially before the fight of his life. Yeah, it's true. I heard a child tell his friend that he wanted to be in the elite because it would be fun to kill bad guys. Fun to kill. You guys close up of his mouth. This is a weird panel. It's mouth, nose, mouth, eyeball. Yeah. But not of like, the same face. My imagination <laughs> is just filling in a lot of that because it like doesn't make sense otherwise. Like if if my if our brains couldn't like make sense of this, she's now shimmied up from the the chest snudge, eye to chin, to get yeah yeah. It's weird. Anyways, 
people have to know there's another way, Lois. They have to hear a voice of compassion and faith instead of spite and anger. They have to see that someone believes in humanity no, strongly me. enough. I know. It's My bad. Me. It's still me. But Clark, they also, I want to repeat this. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. They have to see that someone believes in humanity strongly enough. To die for them. And then. No, Lois. To smooch for them. To snug for them. <laughs> to snug for them. And then they make like a little heart with their snugs. And then she comes in for the deeper snugs. And then it goes a pull away from the bed, which mm. to me was reminding me and of. Having a sexy time. That's well, what that mm, looks like. Mm, reminded me of that. But yeah. also, um, <laughs> like very Sim City. Sim oh, yeah. City. It's that. like this whole like engulfed in darkness. But this and, like bed that just kind of like floats yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is really cool. Clark leaves a sign or leaves a note. This is Lois on the front, folded in half. We don't, I don't think we ever see the contents of this. No, but in the movie we do. Right. You're right. Um, And this, I love the third panel on this one because it's literally purple, blue, black, black, red, gray. And it's just all you see is Superman silhouette. S. The red S, the yellow, and the red cape. Mm. And he just has this determined look and he just says, Show yourselves. Clap, 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 clap. And then just to juxtapose that whole thing, this is amazing. Just like the yellow gold in the sky of Bunny. Mm. Yeah, and the next panel. It, the, literally, the next panel is amazing. Yeah. It's just like you don't expect this like huge no. ship to just kind of like take over the sky. No, you don't. And that's it. That's 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 the theater. That's everyone can clap. You can, you can have the orchestra play and all that good stuff. And and that was a nice serious moment in the life of Clark Kent. You would think that based off of that conversation, he was going to fight Doomsday again. Yeah. Well, they kind of are getting the reader in a position where like. This is big. Yeah. This is as big as like a doomsday or yeah, some right. big event where it's like, can Superman survive it yeah. up until like a very pivotal point? Yep. Yeah. There, we've, we've glossed over it a little bit, but there is a point where they say that like they could be, the four of them combined could be at that Superman level. Yeah. And I think it gets dismissed. I think Lex actually dismisses it very quick. He's like, yeah, no, that's yeah. not. President Lex is too tactical yeah. for you. <laughs> I know. So then we have um, the big showdown, and Superman's just like, we're not going to do this in my city. We're not doing it here. Let's go somewhere else, like literally anywhere else. And Mantra's Black's like, fine. Flicks the cigarette. The dying wish. (laughs) Yeah. A a last Last wish. wish. Brilliant. (laughs) Not here, then. Though we'll patch the game through to interested parties. So basically, he's just like, fine. We're not going to do it here. But camera's still rolling, big guy. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, All the right, people fine. will know. The oh, people they will see. Know. This fight um, is one of my favorite fights, I think, in Superman comics. The uh, flipping the page, the bottom right. Yeah. There's like uh, when we get to that spot. Yeah. That's my last. The last note that I took is that la- that panel. But we, we'll, we'll describe into it. We'll describe it. So basically, like before the fight even starts, they have this big posturing. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, Superman's just like... So it's very funny because, like, I always envision Manchester Black as very aware of the cameras. And he, like, cheats off to him and things like that. And he, he's very cheeky he's kind cheeky. of guy. He's definitely cheeky. And Superman is just, like, dead set at looking at him. Like he's he, got 
no a focused awareness. goal. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's around him. Exactly. It's just him and the task ahead. Yeah. And it's just really cool to see. And a big skeleton baby. He's got, it's so <laughs> weird. It's so Don't sleep weird. on the skeleton baby. <laughs> yeah. They have this giant obelisk with like a skeleton baby in there. And I would say that's probably the size of a house. Maybe two houses stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Like At least. Five it, it gets cut off. Yeah. The panels. So we well, I'm, I'm talking just the baby Oh, itself. just the baby itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The obelisk, who knows how long it goes on for. It's a nice three-story house. Yeah. Solid. Superman is just like, listen, I tried to reason with you. I've tried to show you there's another way other than this path of violence that you've chosen. Please stop with this bloodshed. No more violence. No more. Just stand down. Come with. This is the part where I think he really lost him. He, Manchester Black isn't buying into this to begin with. But then he goes, come on, stand down. Come with me. And be judged for your crimes. And right away, I'd be like, whoa, not even immunity on this one? Right. Come on. It's he's leaning too deep into the yeah. truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's very. And like, I get <clears throat> where the writer's coming from on this one. But I think in this one, too, was um, Joe Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I it mean, was Joe Kelly, who wrote this one. Who, to, to be fair. Yes. Like, what else would Superman say? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think he just would have been like, come with me. We'll figure it all out. Like, yeah. he, he really leaned into that. Like, you will be judged for your crimes. But he's also just got, like, teleported to another planet. I mean, it's not the first time he's that's happened. Over ragdolled there. around a bit. Yeah. I feel like Superman, like, that's just like a Tuesday for Superman. It's <laughs> typical Tuesday. Oh, I'm on a, weird tele- I'm on a weird planet where I can breathe. Must be Tuesday. Yep. Can't wait to get back and eat some tacos. Mm. And we see... um through all of like the world everyone's watching we have what i imagine to be metropolis or maybe new york city or something we have it looks like what's that china maybe in the next panel something like that and yeah then, then we have like uh i want i, I want to say mexico in the last one so everyone's really watching superman and manchester black really posture and like begin this face off right the whole world is stopped. Uh, everyone is watching. And you get a much better sense of that in the movie, I feel. Yeah. Where like, you actually see people reacting and stopping. And where this is just three panels, the movie does a lot more than that. Um, First move is Manchester Black doing a, a telepathic blast for Superman and just sending him across pretty much the planet's surface. Through like, the skeleton baby obelisk. Not the skeleton baby obelisk. <laughs> Damn it. That was generating the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm going to breathe now. Then we have Superman getting up and there's just these like, is that from hat? Those weird like bird. I don't know if it was from hat or if it was, um, what's the lady's name? Oh, menagerie. Like, menagerie. It might be from like, menagerie. Pam. Pam. Pam's alien, <laughs> Pam's alien babies. This is the last note that I took down. Yeah. And I did Superman heat visioning like a G yeah. surrounded by alien bats Hell is a panel yeah. I didn't know I needed in my uh-uh. life. It looks so cool. It looks so cool. It, it works on just, different levels too. Yeah. Because it's very a la Batman. It is. With, but like he's like still. Yeah. Well, he's surrounded by bats. He's like beaten up. He's not in like in the shape that you would expect him to, mm. but he's like rallying back. He's got yeah. the lasers going. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to agree that it is menagerie. Cause the next panel is menagerie doing a snake attack and just like punching him. Yeah. Right. Hat drops a giant Aztec obelisk onto on him. So I guess we're replacing a baby obelisk 
dead baby <laughs> obelisk for an Aztec one. Right. Um, Superman breaks it apart and goes after Manchester Black, who gives him an aneurysm. And he's just like, and again, another line taken right out of from the movie, taken right out of the book. Yeah. It's a tough little tubes of concrete talking about his blood, his um, blood, blood, blood vessels, blood vessels. Thank you. It was blood vessels. He said, but the capillaries in your brain are still vulnerable to telekinesis. So you're just giving him most just blood's coming out of his ears, his nose, a little bit of his eyes. It's not looking good. Yeah. Cold cast just walks up out of nowhere. And just gives him a big old I felt electric like shock. This was more brutal than yeah. the way they did it in the movie. Well, there's a lot of things that are different with the elite themselves. Yeah. So, like, they give the elite a lot more of a personality. Whereas in the book, Manchester Black is the personality. He's just, yeah. He's just, like, all charm and charisma. So, like, to kind of give everyone an example, or we can just go through all of them. Um, Hat is a drunk we talked about. He's just drinking all the time, and he's sober, and he's puking on Bunny. Like, he's doing all this stuff. Right. Uh, and he makes a crack at one point where he's losing. He goes, man, I got to sober up. What's going on? Yeah, he was, like, picking four-leaf clovers while, like, yeah. they're on a rescue mission. Yeah. He's just off in his own world. Uh, menagerie goes by Pam. <laughs> Flirting. An interesting. Yeah, very frothy in the loins, Pam. Yeah. It was, like... It, I guess typical, but it, it kind of reminds didn't me didn't have to happen. Well, it reminds me of like the um the whole thing where like you always have like the loose lady in the office who always flirts with everyone inappropriately. This what, like, and I feel like her name is usually Pam, right? So like that all it kind of comes full circle. Uh, and Coldcast actually speaks. Is it like yeah, he's like hip with it. Yeah, he's, like, he's got this like very everyone's stereotypical got like charisma of yeah. the wazoo, and it's just very odd. I mean, I appreciate that they did that because it definitely added a lot more. You got to make a movie out of right out of this out of, this. Out of one issue. Yeah, um, and that you know we'll talk about that later. But then Coldcast comes in. Yeah, Coldcast comes in. Does this like? Equivalent to a Dragon Ball Z blast. <laughs> yeah. All the way I, I can really put it. And he gets it so he gets so much energy going on. Grabbing him by the head. By the head. Ugh. Which just looks so visceral. I think it's also also interesting that he his nails are blood red too. Yeah, he's just gripping him. Yeah. Explodes Superman into literally nothing except a cape. Manchester says this line again. Yeah, right it, out of the right out. So the, from from the, book to movie, from book to movie, and we talked Page about mentioned this a little bit where when we were watching these and reading these, it seems like the person adapting really likes select lines and New. this is really cool. This is the one that I'm like, yeah definitely and, pulling, and they need to definitely take it. So like this one was actually interestingly enough was written by the same guy who wrote the comic. Oh, that's neat. So it's another um, Under the Red Hood scenario where it was yeah. Judd Winnick who wrote the book and the, the movie. This is also Joe Kelly, which is not surprising. It's not entirely surprising to me uh, because Joe Kelly is one of the founders of Man of Action Studios who did mm-hmm. um, Ben 10, Generator Rex, uh, I Kill Giants. Oh, yeah, book yeah. And movie. Yeah. So like they're big into a lot of this stuff. So then we, we kind of have um, they have this line where it's just like Manchester Black says, how is it that no matter how badly you yeah. massacre, 
one of these thong and blanket types. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. I love it. Still, still, some shred survives the blast. I love it, and it's true. Trophies, trophies. The only line cold cast. Only has. cold cast line oh, in the book man, so far, and, and thus far in the movie, he said like fifteen. He's twenty lines. Like gets upset that Pam is so yeah. frothy. And I mean, he's just <laughs> maybe it all hinges on Pam. It's the it's the Pam predicament. Because if you look in the background, there's Hat getting a drink for himself. This is true. Yeah. So maybe, he's got the martini glass. Maybe Pam just needs to. Maybe Coldcast is a thing for Pam. Definitely in the movies, because yeah. he there was one person she didn't like, and he was like, "Oh, the one person yeah. you won't bump." <laughs> it's true. Um, and this is the the best part. I love this. So this, yeah, man, was really a treat for me to read. Oh, this part I'm talking about is my my one of my favorite Superman moments, and and probably why it's included in that book that you're holding. Because I finally get it now. Thank you. And now, look who's getting bulgy-eyed. Yeah. Now who's got the eyes, Mr. Manchester Manny Black. Black. Dr. Manchester Black. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Everyone's like, what is? What the hell is that? What's going on? But now I understand better. I understand what you are and how to deal with you. Something bit, bites, quote-unquote, menagerie. And all of a sudden, she's screaming, and her alien parasite is just taken off. They don't like it. They don't poison like the it. host. They don't like it. They even say, yeah, you know, that must be poison. They poison the host. The creatures are out of there. There's just so much going on. So it's just much. like, it's a jam-packed. So Manchester looks right at Cold Cast, and she's like, get him. And he's like, I, I can't. I've done no juice left in me. That I just, was it. That one bolt is what I had. Explosion of multiple stars. And Pat's freaking out. He's just like, Pam's not breathing. That's not good, guys, guys. And then um, all of a sudden, this like, crazy like tornado shows up and I, I like the movie version of what's going on here a lot better because it's a lot the movie they actually show, they show the a tornado which is crazy this, and this it's, is just wind it's like this, it looks like an explosion yeah but then it, you're supposed to understand that it's fast wind yeah 500 mile per hour wind it's weird yeah and then the cat's just kind of standing there in the middle of it all and his lungs just collapse because while his hat protects his body from like harm and things like that, this wind is taking the air out it's of him. It's taking the air. Like, yeah, that's, that's done. You need air, no matter well, what. Superman needs air. I've gone skydiving, and if yeah. you look down, you're like you can't breathe because the crazy. wind's bro- like blowing into your face. You got, I had to look up, so I was hitting my chin. But then my beard was in my face. No, different problem. <laughs> At least I can breathe. Yeah. So I, I, like, I, I've like I feel have what's going on here. Yeah. Or have felt. So we got two, two, two of the elite down. Two of the four down. Half, fifty percent of the elite down in two moves. Smell you later. Smell you later, later suckers. We have Manchester flying cold cast around. We see the classic primary colors dash, and all of a sudden, cold cast is out of there. Not even just a couple of chain links. Yeah, it is unruly. And now Manchester's got again. The the big eyes, the big old crazy eyes going on. You want to talk about crazy eyes? Let's get to this next panel. Yes. <laughs> he looks up and he sees Superman standing there, suit demolished almost, just oh. rags. He's got his Skin's left, crackling. Skin crackled. His left eye is black. Where it was once white is now black. And all you can see his people are still looking a little blue. Still got the baby blues going on. 
around it's not too happy though. Yeah. <laughs> so, Iris is good. The yeah. rest of it, yeah, not great. Um, and he's just like, how does it feel knowing that everything you thought has been taken away from you? How does it feel to have your flaws exploited to be deconstructed? How does it feel to watch dreams die? Mm, so brutal. So brutal. I love this this side of Superman. I, it's like, like so. This is one of those things where it's just like you get like all giddy and you're like because like this is like it's kind of what you want from Superman, but it's also kind of not, not what you want from. It's Superman. like it's what you what you want, but you like you don't expect it because right. it's like he's too good. He's a nice boy, but the, you like but to have him get down to this like. Just he's just angry, angry and give, but not giving into it to like where he snaps or anything, but yeah. like is like leaning into that side that he normally yeah. leans away from to like because mm. we've seen what happens if he snaps. We've seen that or like characters like him, so like in the boys, for example, is a pretty big yeah. example of that. Um, in even in the Marvel universe, you'll we're talking not the cinematics, but just the comics, you're talking about like Hyperion. Hmm. There's another big example of that. Like he goes evil pretty quick. Um, and this is one of those things where it's like, I think the DCEU tried to tap into this, but just failed. And we got they a broody just, boy instead. Yeah, they didn't do it. They didn't do it like this. Yeah, no, absolutely like, not. Because he had to be bought into this. Like after yeah. working into it, like each panel of this comic is just like working to this one moment right here. Well, yeah. And he also, he tried with them too. He tried to be like, guys, change your ways. It's fine. We got a thing called the Suicide Squad. You could probably join that. Yeah. It's not all over. We can figure something but out. No, they, they just had to keep on pushing. Uh, Manchester Black powers up immediately. He goes, let me show you, self-righteous hypocrite. Superman's just like, no. And his eye just goes a little red. Not like full, like, evil Superman red. Like, he actually did that in the movie, I think, when he was in the tornado a little bit. Yeah. You saw that? No, it's just this, like, like, glint. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And Manchester's just like, are you kidding me with this heat vision? You can't even stand up. And he's just like, you can't boil my face off. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm not aiming for your face. Nope. And also, New power unlocked. Yeah, it's so cool. (laughs) And it's just like, spurt. And Manchester feels a little different. You can tell. And he's like, what just happened? And Superman's just like, oh, did I mention that I could use my x-ray vision in addition to my my heat vision? Telescopic x-ray heat vision. And I can just like give anyone I want a lobotomy whenever I want just by looking in their eyes. Oh, I didn't mention that. By the way. By the way. Just happened. Happened in um, Justice League Unlimited as well. Oh, nice. He, um, it was an alternate version of Superman who was a little more brutal, a lot more brutal. Ooh. And he fought Doomsday and just gave him a lobotomy. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe it was Lex Luthor. It was one of them. Just Plans lobotomized him. Oof. He was like, that's it. He's, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. And the government was like, he could do that. It's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and he's just like, hey, this is what I did. And Manchester Black, like, he, this is the part where, like, I don't like this. Where he just gets reduced to tears. Well, first we get eyes. Fair. Big old eyes. Big old eyes. And then just... But also... Okay. I had to... Yeah. I don't know if he's crying because my power got taken away. Right. Or also because Superman just used his retina to burn a hole in his head. 
And that's got to affect the eyes. Because, I mean, that's like looking through the sun. No, looking I, don't, at the sun. I don't think so. You don't think heat vision through your eyeballs is going to not make you well think, up a little I bit, think, Thursday? No, I because I, you don't even see it in the panel. It just happens. I think it's so small oh, and so you know, thin. It's just like... You look into the sun, you don't see the sun ray going into your eyeballs. Yeah, but Superman's heat vision, retinas. you see the heat vision. You always but see he admits, the heat vision. But he admits, he admits... I can heat. I can heat vision focus through your retina. Yeah, but like and to be fair, an invisible scalpel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, I, so this is the part where they're just like the writer, like Joe Kelly, is just like, oh, this big badass that everyone likes and thinks is super cool. He's a big baby, reduced a little and blubbering like, baby. I can see the point he's trying to make with it. I just don't like it. It just it ruins the whole character. This character <laughs> does come back um, in the comics a couple times. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Well, I think Superman, uh, uh, well, I guess not spoilers yet. He hasn't yeah. fully revealed that. Right, right, right. So um, he's just like, you can't do this. You're Superman. You don't do this. Like, you have to have my permission at least. And then, you know, Superman, he's just like, <laughs> Manchester Black's like, the whole world saw this. You're a monster. You're one of us. You killed my team. You killed my team. You're a murderer. You know better than us. And Superman's like, aren't I though? Hmm. And I like to think he like pulls hmm. away the curtain. <laughs> and he's like, oh, look, your teammates are all, all right. Yeah. This was all a big sham. And this is something I wanted to say when we were watching the movie, but I like held back a little bit because I wanted to save it. I feel like he took a page out of Batman's book on this one where he's just like, I don't know how to beat these guys. So I'm just going to scare the shit out of them. Deceive. Just deceive them and put on these big theatrics. Yeah. And then just make it seem like I'm doing what I'm not. Uh, He reveals that everything was all part of the plan. Everything's going right. Maybe that's what he wrote to Lois. He's just like, I'm not killing people. Trust me. Don't believe me. In the movie was believe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Believe it. Believe it. <laughs> Good old Naruto. Um, also, Superman's looking ra- rugged right here. He's like yeah. all jacked up. Oh, man. And I liked how he looked in the movie after being beat up way more. Because he not only is his eye like all like bloodshot, he's just like, he's got this crooked smile and <laughs> his hair's all messed up. And it's like, it just looks a lot more menacing. Well, cuz he he admits especially in the movie that he was letting himself get yeah. beat up for a bit yeah. to buy to stall and yeah. get time. So yeah. it's like he's got that little bit of like that's like cynical sinister like yeah he does yeah, yeah he can beat me up but it was like for the greater good it was like well that's kind of like <laughs> are you are you a cutter right now man? Like, <laughs> yeah, are you okay right? like do you need you like right, a man? hug man <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah in in the movie he has his uh little robots from the fortress of solitude kind of yeah. like get everyone's body and put them in like you know safe places make sure no civilians because in the movie like the fight's intense. Like cars are getting thrown around. Like building windows are getting smashed in. Right. Like from just the, the all force. The, all the reasons why Superman did not want to have this battle exactly. on Earth. Exactly, and and that's a big thing that they don't do in here, but they do in the movie. Is it ends up so that on in the book they go to like some distant random planet that they can all survive on. In the movie they go to the moon. Yeah, uh, Superman reveals that he did not lobotomize Manchester Black. He just kind of like blocked his powers using a focused concussion yeah so they'll come back eventually temporary yeah um not fast enough where the police can't get him and put him right where he needs to be it's great um rest of the team they're alive as well yes 
Well, so the the last line <laughs> that we have a headache. Well, yeah, <laughs> the last line that we have Manchester Black saying is "So long as a heart beats in my chest." So how does how do we even say this? So long as a heart beats in my chest, I'll come after you, Ponzi twit. It's a little too proper, but I guess that's all I'm gonna get. Uh, I like it. If you think this is over, you're living in a bloody dream world. You know what, Black? I love it because he's he like he doesn't cool <laughs> like, pop his collar. Yeah, he's like putting on a bow tying a bow yeah. tie while he's like he's like tying his cape back on. He's just like, you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Love it, mm. love it. They should have left it on there, but there's a little, couple little lines of dialogue. But that's where they should have. He just flies away. He goes, "Dreams save us. Dreams lift us up and transform us." And on and and on my soul, I swear, until my dream of a world where dignity, honor, and justice becomes the reality we all share, I'll never stop fighting. Ever, ever. I always want to. I want to say, <laughs> "Love lift us up where we belong," <laughs> and that's the end. So, what's so funny about truth, justice, and the American way? Apparently, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we talked about a lot of the differences between the book and the movie. As they came up, we really kind of did this. There's a couple of things that didn't come up during the book conversation because they're just drastically different. Yeah, this was a 76 minute movie. So it's like they, they had to pull some stuff. And they a had A 40-page right. comic. So they had to kind of figure this out. The one thing they didn't really change too much on uh, was that end fight and kind of stuff leading up to it. Yeah. But the whole beginning they of the movie, they have this like weird buddy team up yeah. thing that didn't they like really. Jo- they co- collab. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They join forces. They collaborate, and it's just like they're friends. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're just like having this crazy fight, and it's just kind of like a little jarring. Yeah, um, Lois has a much more prominent role in the movie. <sighs> I gotta admit, I didn't like the voice actress. Yeah, it was uh, for Lois. Oh man, I saw the name. She <laughs> was in like one of those NCIS, CIS, and it's not like I, I Polly Perrette. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I'm sure she's fine for other characters, but for Lois, it just sounded like she was like this, like, grizzled, chain smoking. Yeah. It wasn't that, like. I mean, her, I guess her tone didn't bother me as much as the fact that she just isn't a great voice actor. Yeah. All right. Is what got me. A lot of her lines were very stiff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that happens a lot with. She didn't have the Lois voice. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Uh she is on NCIS. She was like the actually funny enough, she's like the the happy go lucky, like but also <laughs> goth chick. Oh, all right, yeah. Is what yeah she yeah. is that works in the lab. Um I think I know I think I've seen trailer. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't my wasn't my favorite. No, yeah. Um Superman was dead on because it was George Newburn. Yeah. So it wasn't the same as um Superman the Animated Series, but New uh Newburn was the voice Superman for Justice League Static Shock and Justice League Unlimited. Nice. Yeah, and he had the tones, right? He's just like, you can hardly tell the difference between Tim Daly and George Newbern. And Casey and I always argue about this because I always say Tim Daly because he's, he's the OG. But like, really, there's no difference. Right. There's a slight, if you listen to him back to back, you're like, ooh, that's different. Like, maybe a, one little inflection. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, but like, it's dead on. It's the so delivery is still solid. So good. We had Robin Atkin Downs as Manchester Black. And he was fine. He was fine. He's like, he's been in a bunch of stuff, you know, nothing too, too crazy. Like a lot of DC stuff actually that he's been in. Um, 
But uh, he didn't have like two like the 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 act the British accent didn't take me out or anything like it was no and it, it's like I mean he's been in things like Buffy he's been in um, Repo Men you ever watched that movie oh, yeah he was in that oh man but he is he's also an English actor voice yeah. actor so like That's, yeah so he's comfortable with it yeah he wasn't quite as edgy as i would have liked i think but yeah that's fair they did, like they leaned into the punk aesthetic not the punk uh like voice yeah like I, I think like billy just like a billy idol knockoff would have been suffice yeah because that's what he is essentially yeah get a little more street with it yeah uh melissa disney as menagerie pam, <laughs> pam. the final pam that's pam <laughs> Um, she's done a couple things. She was in Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, Superman Unbound. Um, I mean, t- my only complaint with that character was that she was too sexed up. Yeah. But it, that's like that standard, just, like sex sells. So we yep. got to make her get a little. make her uh, flirt with Superman, put him off, off edge all the time. Right. Um, the only other voice that you'd really know for this is D. Bradley Baker as the Atomic Skull. Okay, yeah, yeah, which is like he's just classic Who also acting. Not in the comic. Yeah, yeah, they had this weird thing where um, Atomic Skull, where that's where they teamed up to fight against Atomic Skull, and they they killed Atomic Skull instead of the giant gorilla man. Yeah, and that's what was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, Team missed, Bradley missed opportunity to have a real big yeah gorilla, but right. yeah, I mean <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, Who was Cold Cast? Because he was chatty. Cold <laughs> he was real chatty at this one as opposed to his one line one word so i don't think they call him cold cast in the movie though they did oh, no they did, no, they did. Is, they did. so this guy doesn't even have a clickable link on <laughs> oh, yeah. on wikipedia katero <laughs> oh, no. colbert oh, colbert colbert col colbert Colcast. so let's see what he's done so if i go into his imdb page he has doesn't have a lot of trophies <laughs> not really. Is a Naruto as Killer oh, B? Oh, well, believe it. Full circle. Uh, he was in stuff. Not enough. Yeah, like it's a lot of Naruto. CSI New York, the video game. Oh, okay. So don't okay. get too excited. Whoa, whoa, he whoa. wasn't CSI in Miami though. As one, probably as a dead guy. I want to say. Yes, <laughs> he was. Yeah. I no, mean, no voice needed. Nothing really too crazy, to be honest with this guy. He's just yeah. kind of like... I was just curious. Like, And actually, his um, IMDb like blurb, the first thing they reference is Superman versus the Elite. Yeah. This is probably That's like his, his claim to fame. Biggest role, yeah. So we have this whole like weird like collaboration storyline going on. Um, All right, stop. Yeah, it's it's just like... It made it a lot longer. And like I get they're trying to go for more than an hour. You got to feel it. Because you're trying to sell this. Yeah. They could have realistically done this in an hour max. Right. Like, they, there's so much, like, that whole beginning, they could have really shaved off. What they did add in the movie, which I really liked, and we don't get this in this book at all, is the origin story of Manchester Black. Like, a, a, you're in it. You get like, to see Yeah, you see, you see exactly, like... He, he talks about, like, that dog... And yeah. so he does like briefly mention, but this one he does like a mind meld yep. with Superman to like show him. Yeah. Well, like I don't think the dog is actually his origin though in there. I think that was like a Heath Ledger it was Joker just like scenario. A, yeah, but it, like, it, to say that like he's lived this hard life, I think it was it might not have been his hard life, but he's lived like a hard there, life. There are hard lives being lived. And right, right. I've yeah. lived one. Yeah. But this it's like we're gonna show you like you see abusive it. father. Super drunk abusive father. Throwing bottles. Throwing and, bottles at his head. Yeah. And telling him how worthless he is, how lucky he uh, Manchester should be just to have 
a roof, a roof. and a pillow. Yeah. It's like, get out of here, pal. You're the worst. You're really the worst. He Bad has dad. A, he has a sister. Who's just like curled up. Yeah. Against the wall. And he's like, get her out of here. I, I remember. So like this is something I misremembered. But I remember this origin being a lot darker than it actually was. Because as I was watching it. So they have this whole big thing where like. Him and his sister, like, go, like, pickpockets and steal cash and stuff like that just to eat and survive. And they have, like, their kids. They have, like, a good time doing it. They're not really hurting anyone. Yeah. They're just stealing money. Um, And they count their money underneath a bridge next to train tracks. And Manchester's been having these, like, headaches, which we will learn will manifest into his abilities. Um, Gonna have this traumatic moment. Right. So he's sitting there counting the money. He... um. The one of the ladies they ripped off was like, oh, like what comes with the cops and like, oh, them, they stole my money. Bah. And then immediately Manchester has like this crazy migraine. And in order to stall and to let her brother like maybe try to get away or like maybe lead the cops away from him, she starts throwing rocks at the cops. She's yelling at him. She's like sticking her tongue out. She's being like, <laughs> cute, like she's probably like what, yeah. like seven, six, yeah. seven, something yeah. like that. He's probably nine or ten. Right. Um. And so they start chasing him, and then um, they get her, and she wiggles out, but onto the train tracks as a train's coming. Yeah. And we also learn that their mom died giving birth to her. Yes. yes, that's true. What I remembered happening in the movie, which was wrong, is that the sister did die, which is incorrect. It's not but correct, because she comes into <laughs> So I remember her dying, and then, like, or hit more Manchester telling Superman that, or showing Superman that she died. And that's why he is the way he is, blah, blah, blah. And then we learn later that there's this, like, strange woman who tips off Lois, who's blonde, just like his sister was. And it turns out that she actually did not die. She's just... Right. She's just, like... Keeping tabs, but... On her brother and, like, trying to, like... Like, I think she also realizes her brother's in the wrong. Like... Yeah. Good heart. But also knows place. that there's not much that she can do about right, it. exactly. Because, you know, he can just, like, kill her with a thought. Right. So she's got the the thumb drive ready to right. go. <laughs> right. So it turns out the flashback is just like Manchester. It's, it's a little different than I remember, but Manchester like stops the train with his mind ability, saves his sister, and they all get carted off the juvie or whatever. However, we also learn later in the movie mm-hmm. that when you stop a moving train yep. uh, at the drop of a dime, yep. there's casualties. Yes. <laughs> he didn't stretch his power up to like the whole train and safely put it in place. No, it no, was no. like... A, he didn't un- move his sister out of the way. Right. It was like unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like all these deaths occurred and stuff like that. Um, British intelligence take Manchester in. They try to train him to use his abilities, use him for like missions, stuff like that. And then he just gets out of control. So a lot of the movie or not a lot, like a a little bit of the movie is the government, the British government trying to cover up the fact that they had anything to to redact all of their involvement. Exactly. Exactly. And that was really interesting to me as well. I wish they kind of leaned into that a little more instead Mm. of this whole like weird team up in the beginning. Yeah, I feel like there's other ways to fill that space other than like Superman's being chummy with the like potential right. and now confirmed murderers right it's weird like like they were really buddies and it's just like i don't i know these gonna fight them it's in the title it's superman versus the elite right i don't want to see like the, like and to the point where like superman's giving like tactical orders to like do this and they're like quipping back and forth like don't tell my team what to do yeah exactly but then so, like, but then it's fine and like they just yeah. keep going along and it's just like yeah uh, okay, okay. 
I know this is gonna end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would much rather prefer they started the movie with the Manchester Black origin. Yeah, like, that'd be a really cool cold open. Right. We just have it bottle be that. thrown. You're like whoa. Yeah. yeah, like that would be amazing. But I don't know. I mean, it's not. Did you like the movie? I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, okay, I, I'm also super easy to yeah. pleasey, craft mac and cheesy. Yeah, like, yeah, fair, fair. You can sit me down with some snacks and a and like a. That's what we moving, do here. Mo- moving pictures. I'm like, all right, like this That's is great. I'm entertained. We, we get more snacks we could possibly <laughs> eat in one sitting. Yeah, we did. How faithful was the movie to the book? Do you think? Well, that's tricky with the amount that they had to pad. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, like the first half, like, not at all. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the first half was just, it's just yeah. doing them. But then the last half, like, and it was, like, those scenes where I could, I remember reading them where yeah. they, they pulled not even just the line, but the the atmosphere and stuff. Uh, so, I mean, like, medio, medium. Like if we, medium. Let's, let's give it like a yeah. What scale? Scale. Do you scale to I was like, thinking like a steak, like a medium well. I mean, okay, <laughs> you do a steak scale. Like I can do that. I would say like so, like well being like completely burnt, which is like I would say. Um, I guess prop- a steak. I don't know if steak's gonna work good. I'm just snacking. No, we can do it. So we can, we can do like <laughs> right, we can let's, do. Let's figure this out. Let's crack this nut. If okay, technically, so if rare would be not at all. Rare would be like like Gotham by Gaslight was not very faithful to the original. Not that it was bad, but it's not faithful to the original material. I still wish they had Scarecrow. I know. Anyway. I know <laughs> um, so that would be rare, right? Yeah. And then well done is the, it's falls. It's cooked it, right. It's, it's, the, it, it's, it's, it's got a caramelization of just charcoal <laughs> well, like, burnt so in every scene by scene. I don't right, know. Right. And that's works. right. So like, like that would be like Sin City the movie where it's it's exactly what it should panel have been for panel. to a fault. Like panel by panel, you could follow it along, right? Yeah. So those are our two ends. So would you say where then I would say maybe I guess no more than medium, strictly on the like Okay. The half that yeah, right was middle, non-existent. Yeah. It was kind of... But then they had those good pulls. Yeah. So I'm just going to go right down the middle. I'm right just down gonna, the middle? I agree Medium cook. Like, I don't trust this restaurant for yeah. a medium rare properly done. <laughs> fair, fair. So I'm just going to go medium. Yep. And just know that it's going to be And mediocre. it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. How faithful do you think the art style was to from the movie to the book? I like the art style. Yeah. I like the art style. There wasn't. I know in Gotham by Gaslight, there was a couple scenes that kind of took me out of it. Yeah. It looked like there was some corners they had to yeah. make work. This was just like a nice, just ready to go, and a good polish. Well, I think also this one, consistent. this one looks a lot more like maybe an over exaggerated, um, like Superman cartoon, like '90s animated cartoon. Exactly. And like they, they didn't cheap out on the actual animation itself. The movements no. were all very fluid and felt good. You can tell where they cheaped out where like Superman is flying off in the distance so you don't see his eyes. And it's like, that's fine. Don't have to, yeah. like, I don't need to see that. Um, it was a lot different than the book. It but... was because the book's a little older. Right. And that was actually when I was on my adventure to find yeah. the, um, the, the comic. It was one of the things I got told by an employee. It was like, oh, yeah, we don't carry old comics. Or like pre, like not yeah, yeah, yeah. current. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. not didn't come out in the past year. They're at like a thousand. Yeah. Now action comics thousand blah blah blah. Yeah. Now, yeah. And this was like seven seventy five. So it was just. It was, but that I feel like that art style for a comic in your hand is nice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that art style of the comic to be 
the way the movie looked. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but yeah, um, the movie had a very anime-ish feel too, I want to say. Yeah. Like the action, they did a really good job. Uh, the lighting, when they wanted to do lighting, mm. was incredible. Like when um, Manchester and Superman were like just floating around through Bonnie or through Bunny. <laughs> and they, like they had this weird like underlight coming up. Yeah. It, that was like really neat. Yeah. So we know you said you preferred the book to the movie. Yes. How, what would you rate the book? This, I mean, for how much is jam packed yeah. in a single just one single comic book not mm-hmm. like a series that needs to play out or, or just this one start to finish mm-hmm. <sighs> on a scale of 10 yeah man I, I, this might be like a 9.1 wow i know that's crazy and like i strictly because of how it's just like it just delivers yeah for a quick Easy to read. Like, if you just want to, like, blast this out in a day, like, you can. Yeah. And you don't feel like you got cheapskated nope. on it because it's just, like, it's this compelling story. Mm-hmm. It's It rang true 20 years ago. It rang true 10 years ago. It still rings true now with these feelings of, like, we want good, but how do we get it? And, and like, and what is good? And what is good, yeah. and, uh, which is, like, I mean, that's just, like, a... Conversation's been going on for thousands of years, right? Like, and it, it, all in this, like, ah, yeah. I, it's just, it's just really good. It's just a really good single issue, yeah. Story, start to finish. It's got, it wraps it up in a bow. It, yep. it starts you off. Doesn't like, you don't feel like you're lost when it starts. You like have a good footing. Mm-hmm. And it just takes you through. Yeah, it's just a really solid for a single issue comic. Yeah. Like, first, it, it, it did what this whole book that has like. I'm dropping stuff. <laughs> I dropped my Harvey Dent coin. He's not going to be happy. Uh, for the, this whole book has, you would expect like a, a story that potent right. to take that amount of time to tell. But this just does it. Yeah. 40 pages. Like that's. I give it a solid eight for all those reasons. And like also, I have not, uh, again, yeah. I, I do not have the, the catalog yeah, have, what, of experience. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus. Plus all these ten short short plus boxes plus all those all your digital stuff like Digis. I haven't read as much yeah uh, so so for me this was like this just packed a punch oh yeah this, I mean this was great I mean for all those reasons it was very like philosophical almost mm. and like I didn't talk about this while we're going through the book but there's like a point where we're talking Superman's talking to his dad Clark's talking to his father and he's just like questioning his very existence it's yeah like, what like, existential like what did the world outgrow me? Am I old fashioned? Is this like, am I even relevant anymore? Are my ways not correct? And that's right. something that like, I think especially in this day and age, like a lot of people are starting to think of generational like, generational gaps. changes. I mean, yeah. like for me, it's, I think for us, it's a little fresh, but like, I bet you old people are just like, yeah, whatever I'm over it. Yeah. This happens. Times are changing. It really is almost like the changing of the old guard to the new, except it doesn't. Cause but then the old guard's like, Oh, yeah, but the old guard is like really stooping, but not really. And the new guard turns out to be a bunch of sniveling babies. Bunch of crying. <laughs> yeah. Movie, one to ten. Yeah, the movie didn't fare as well. That yeah. I'm going to do, I guess like a eight and a half. Okay. Maybe. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, the intro. I mean, I'm going to say like. So you're you're saying that you gave the book an eight, eight and the movie an eight five? No, I say like an eight. I give them okay. both an eight, but for yeah, different reasons. Um, 
the whole intro of the movie was kind of unnecessary. I got like a little bored in the, in the intro. I was like, I know it's going to happen. Like, it's the good stuff. Yeah. I think also having read the book and having to watch it in yeah. that mindset of like, I need to know how these are adapted. Yeah. Well, this has been adapted kind of does spoil it a yeah, little bit for to sure. like have them do this like look at their friends and flying around and being yeah, yeah. pals and stuff yeah the hat is just like only does monsters <laughs> yeah <laughs> strictly monsters that's the thing that actually supergirl got right because yeah. he gets like props out of there he's like oh Whatever. like manchester you need a weapon here's an axe Whoop. randomly and that's he's like what you don't have any guns he goes i thought you'd like the axe <laughs> and it's like all right whatever yeah. Uh, and in Supergirl, uh, Hat does drink quite a bit too, which is also nice. kind of like, right. you know, like all right, Kept that. respect, respect. Yeah, I'm going to say like the intro wasn't really necessary. I did like that they went into Manchester's origin, which like kind of makes up for it, but not really. Like it definitely dig it. Um, that action scene at the end was just so yeah. good. Yeah, it's really cool to read it. It's much better watching it. it, and like even like if they ever did something like that live action. Whew, that'd be be amazing and like what that's what i'm saying it's just like the single issue that they could yeah what you can do with that Mm. well goes to show you that like you can accomplish a lot in just 40 pages like what some other writers might take much longer like maybe a whole year to develop yeah 12 issue series where like they're trying to do this whole big thing yeah this has got yeah yeah so good Mm. um Ultimately, you said you preferred the movie or the book. The book. book. Ultimately, the book. Yeah. The book because it's a quick and easy read of something that's got like real depth. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I was to like tell someone like, oh, you want to read like a a Superman story, like but you've never you not never got into comics and like blah blah blah. Yeah. That's like it's such a perfect. Yeah. Like they could read that in a day. It took me like two two read throughs just because. Yeah. I get home, I'm tired, yeah, and like yeah. I read half of it and then read the other half. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is already over. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, done. Yeah. Um, but it's it was it's easy to go through. You can do it in a day and like and you have a full like yeah. heartfelt story. Yeah. Yeah. I it's I think I like the movie a little better, I think. Ooh, whoa, I'm really the eight, thinking about it. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I'm real, so like <laughs> when you think about it, like the book is great. Um I'm also t- comparing the book to other book, I feel like. Yeah. Other comics. Like, I've read single right. issue comic kind of things that I'm just like, okay. Because it's usually it's just like in the middle of this whole big thing where it like, yeah, and you're you just, just like, start oh, off wherever, on. you end wherever. Yeah. And so I'm kind of basing it more off of that where I have this more narrow of uh, of back catalog of books that I've read. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, to, to do what it did in a single issue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's certainly a great feat in and of itself. The only external external reference they really had was Lex Luthor. Yeah, President President Luthor could just President like Luthor. <laughs> for five panels. It, we really could have done without that page too, but I think they just wanted to make it an even forty. They, keep it in the yeah, yeah in the canon. But like the voice acting was really well done for Superman. Yeah, um, you really felt the danger that the elite was in. When, like, he was doing his whole big, like, taking everyone out Oof. one by one. That end, yeah, you can't, that final act. Yeah. His laugh was it. even creepy. Yeah. That was nuts. I think there's a lot that can go wrong in an animation versus a book, or a lot that can go more wrong. Right. And I think that <clears throat> besides, like, the intro, they did a great job yeah. at, at getting it all down. There's only minor, minor, minor yeah. little critiques. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah. It, but it, as a movie, I feel like it didn't have the impact of the book, but still really well done. I wonder if that's also because the order in which you watched them. And I wonder if if I watched if the watched movie, the movie first the and then yeah, did. Yeah. Maybe it would have been. Like, we'll never know. Never know. There's an alternate Can't world somewhere time. where, you know, the show does the opposite. That's it, right. Where you I'm the, the host. <laughs> You're the host. And you watch <laughs> the Dad, movie yes. before. And then you read the book. Yeah, we, yeah, we watch the movie together. And yeah. then we go our separate ways to read the book. <laughs> and then we come back. No, no, no. We read. We watch the movie separate. <laughs> and and then we come read together and have a book together. club. <laughs> oh, man. That's how that goes. Um, cool. That's We're over time. Of course that's we are. That's all, of course we are. We're all, that's how we roll. Um Bebo, remind the the wonderful people where they can find you all the cool stuff. Proto Gamers Podcast. Yeah. If you can just either search it in anything that you list a podcast or just type that into your search engine and then you'll find us. Yeah. And give us a listen. We got, we're in season two now. We're going to be picking back. We kind of had to do a little mid season, uh, little hiatus. uh, Not even hiatus. We just used other material that we are recorded together because okay. we had a, our DM had a baby. Hey, but we're gonna be getting back into this like the full story mode. So get caught up. No rush. I have, I need time to get caught up. At some point, take your time. Take your, do you do thing? But like, take your time. At least download it. While I mean, you're... <laughs> they're all. You want to see <clears throat> this cue that I have? <laughs> Proto gamers. Ten episodes downloaded. Hey. And I got to go back and download the season two, episode one. Yeah, because you gotta, slept. You literally slept. I on literally it. <laughs> slept. Well, it interrupted my dreams. <laughs> well, <laughs> is well, a more apt way to put it. Sometimes the Beebs just wants to inject sometimes. into the It wasn't even Beebs. It was Scotty Bones. That's oh, so Scotty Bones. <laughs> oh, was it his backstory episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do some voice. I, I think I'm uh, you do. a, a pirate right. captain. Yeah, you all do. You and uh, Millie. Captain Birdbeard. Birdbeard, yeah. yeah. Captain Birdbeard. <laughs> Did they make it a Birdbeard? I must have made it a Birdbeard because I remember hearing your voice. It yeah. was Birdbeard. Yeah. I remember him. He's yes. a good dude. Anyways, peeps, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Thanks again. for having me. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And remember, go follow all his stuff. Go do all that great stuff. Give him the five star. Give us the five star. Give Why everyone. Give everyone five stars. Support Unless, the local podcast. Yeah, just support them all. Why not? Yeah. All right. Later. Bye. Adapt This, a DC Animated Universe podcast, is a proud part of the Geek Generation Network. Be sure to check out all of the wonderful podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com.